The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host-slash-guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. But I'm back with it. You heard me. Your news, our views, unscripted, no tricks, no gimmicks, all real. You hear me? And it has to be exposed. Yes. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. Yes, it has been a minute. What is the like two weeks or whatever, I believe? Uh, I don't know. But by the grace of God, I'm here and I'm happy for it because we have a lot. I mean, a lot to talk about. Because life is always life, and it's always, y'all gonna keep on giving a girl some what in the what's and some what in the world. Um, and this is December the 28th. Today is my son's birthday. Yes, my oldest sunshine, Donaji Rodney Dorsey, is 23 years old today. And I just have to say that cats are that. The goats, you get me? <laughs> the goats are the zodiac signs. There are a lot of Capricorns celebrating birthdays. I think Capricorns are awesome. And no, not just because I birthed one. I do <laughs> have a lot of connections with some Capricorns. And y'all just, yeah, cats is that. Shout out, happy birthday, Earth Day. Shout out to my cousin, Ife, bye to you, who thought of her birthday yesterday, December the 27th. Yes, I remember that 23 years ago, cousin. When I went in the label on her birthday, but I didn't wind up having my son to what? 311? Yeah, 311 in the morning. That's all the information you need. But yeah, many years ago, I went into label on her birthday and had him the next day. Today is my son's birthday. And also, my good, good, good friend, before I even knew what a friend was. Yeah, she was my friend. Amira High with Miss Mimi. Yes, Mimi birthday is today too. Yes, her and my son. All birthday twins. So, man, shout out to all of the Capricorns. Sagittarius season came through and it is like flew by for real. I don't even know. But of course, Sagittarius is making a whole bunch of noise. But now it's cat season. They're going to bring it in all the way out into that new year. And then who up next? I think it is the Aquarius. Um, but shout out to all the Capricorns. I'm trying to sit here and think of anybody else's birthday. Um, Gidget, I know hers. Just passed. She was a childhood, well, well, family from her old Chapel Hill. Um, Micah, I'm just trying to think of every so many birthdays. And it is a great time to celebrate, a great time to be alive. So much love and kudos to them. And of course, my son, Naji, my Naj, our or my G baby forever birthday is the day like woo woo wee that was my saying for the day year 23 i cannot believe it i cannot believe it and today also being december the 28th this will be my last show of the year yes my last show of the year 2023 has flew by too but not without its controversy right it's been a lot of positivity 
um, throughout the year. Of course, as I try to come through and always make sure I have it. I know a lot of people that is like that, but at the same time, we came baby in 2023 has tried us, has tried us. So tonight's topic is lift it up. We already know why I go down. There's a whole bunch of stuff that go down that can have you down. But my encouragement to you tonight is to lift it up, baby. It's ready to be 2024. And what more can you ask for? Just like I said, this year has been a whole bunch of gains, but then also a whole bunch of losses. And not only losses in a materialistic aspect. Oh, no, we have lost. A lot of people, I know people have lost opportunities, houses, cars, all of that, that you want to um, name for the materialistic side. But then also people, people. Um, I want to send love out to um, my friend, good brother from my neighborhood, Chapel Tavon, who just lost his mom. I just heard from uh, my brother, Jeff Jeffrey, one of his close friends, lost their mom. Um, Randolph, so rest in peace to them. Uh, Mr. Jari, uh, Mr. Jari, yes, best mechanic, East Baltimore, Baltimore City, hands down. Um, he transitioned. I just was able to go, um, I think it was what last week to show my respects to him. Um, also, my good friend Shalina Brown, yeah, Shalina Brown, we talk about it all the time. How it appears that oh, we are just losing all of our. Favorite, favorite people, and then all of the people that just loves us the most. And my good friend Shalina Brown, she was on the show before. Um, she has the Blossom Blends, doing all that other stuff, up with Vladimir, um, and some more stuff because she's definitely that. But she is um going through as she just lost her father. Um, also, I, I know some be exposed radio family, uh, cross. Um, we, we won't be, it's just so many people we won't be seeing in the new year of 2024. And as I always say, like, you know, we always know it, right? You better live. We lose people all the time. Is it inevitable? Is, is that part of life that we cannot get past, right? That we cannot get past, but just knowing that and just knowing all of the people did to you that you have lost, just think what they will be saying to you if they could today, I don't know, but I'm guessing they will be saying, live it up. And that's what I'm saying. So I went through my shout outs a little fast, <laughs> a little fast, um, but real quick in the beginning of the show, I haven't been on here in two weeks. Of course, you know, the first week, good old Marnie finally got to get a getaway, you know, finally got to get a getaway to his hometown of the DR. Yes, hometown, because he wish he still <laughs> should be there. And he's back in Baltimore now. Not so happy about it, but I missed him and I'm glad that he is back. Last week, I was being, you know, considerate as well as what I always do going through, right? And I was like, you know, no, Bonnie, considering you just coming back this week. And I <laughs> I knew you were really feeling it for us, like, coming back. I, I just knew it. I just knew it. Um, And I was like, you know, I'm going to just wait to this week. And that's why I'm here today. We got a lot to talk about, a lot of updates. I'm not going to be able to update everything. 
um tonight on the show this is the last one and i just want to make it great okay the light is in here the peace is in here and y'all know why i get it started because before you know it it's gonna be nine o'clock and it's gonna be time for me to go so i'm grateful that you are watching the show watching the show because you never know you never know so let's talk about it but y'all know how i started off up in here right mm -hmm, that's right gotta get some grace up in this space with that prayer just giving honor and thanks to our heavenly father god for bringing us through and helping us ah, lift it up no matter how it is going down and it goes down it goes down it goes down and it can be having you feeling down but I'm all right tonight, okay? It's cat season, Capricorn season. What's up, y'all? And we're going to live it up tonight on the show as we talk about a whole bunch of these what and what's and these what in the worlds, okay? Thank you for joining me. I am the goddess Chess. Y'all know me, Chess Rue, the Empress, Lady Kate Fix. And I thank y'all for joining me tonight. Let's get this prayer, get some of this grace up in this space. And then I'm going to get some more shout outs and we're going to get to talking about what we need to talk about. Because y'all know how we do when you come through on You Better Live. Heavenly Father, we thank you, oh Father God. Another opportunity, another day just to say thank you, oh Heavenly Father. Oh Father God, thank you for being who you are, carrying us through all of our circumstances, Lord, all of our situations, oh Father God. I thank you, Lord, for being who you are, allowing us, oh Father God, to be, oh Father God, who you see us to be, oh Father God. Continue to be with us, oh Father God. Continue to guide us, oh Father God. Wrap your arms, Lord. I pray for a spirit of healing, a spirit of peace, of comfort, Lord, for anybody, oh Father God, who is feeling down right now in this season, Lord, whether it may be because of the celebration of the holiday of not having, oh Father God, gifts to give or not having gifts that they wanted to receive, oh Father God, but just more importantly, oh Father God, the lost, oh Father God, of family, of friends, of loved ones, oh Father God who we cherish, oh, Father God, who we hold so near and dear. Lord, while we thank you for their lives, oh, Father God, and thank you, oh, Father God, for the times we shared, oh, Father God, we ask, oh, Father God, right now that you just comfort us, oh, Father God, comfort us, oh, Father God, through this process of grief, oh, Father God, and through the process of missing them, oh, Father God, for it's only you, oh, Father God, only you, oh, Father God, that can get us through, and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Yes, I know a lot of people. While we know this season with Christmas and all that, that just now passed. And happy Kwanzaa. Yes, happy Kwanzaa, guys. What is today? It's Yumoja, Kuji Chakalia, um, Yumoja. Ah, look, <laughs> I don't want to look too ignorant. I know it and I know all of it, but right now I just scored a blank. But happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. The new year is coming. Um, but the truth of the matter is, it is a lot of people that during this time when we supposed to be up and living it up, a lot of people are feeling down. I was blessed with the opportunity to go and MC um, the second annual MXP32 event, their Christmas holiday delight. Um, over on the east side of Baltimore, but everybody from everybody from everywhere <laughs> was welcome. That was an awesome, awesome experience. Um, the sister Tamika Chapman um, and her sons, yes, her three boys 
in memory of that dad, Marcus Parks. It was a pleasure to be over there. Oh my goodness, celebration was definitely in the building. And that was just one of the things um, that I just talked about, just realizing on this holiday as it was coming up, that, you know, this is the time that people are supposed to be up, supposed to be cheer, supposed to be joy uh, all around. But unfortunately, you're seeing a lot of frowns, a lot of people heads hanging down. I had wrote a poem. It sounds like I'm quoting it, <laughs> um, but I'm not. It was a message that God put in my heart to share with everybody who was there um, that afternoon. But yes, everybody just be feeling down, feeling overwhelmed. Um, you know, everybody kind of makes the Christmas holiday about the gifts and what you can buy or what you can receive. And a lot of times we neglect and don't really recognize the true blessing and what the gift of um, the holidays and these seasons or whatever can kind of just remind you of. And that is the gift of life, the gift of life, the gift to be able to connect and embrace one another, friends or family. Okay. Because me in my situation, like I say, anybody that's known as a friend, you are family now. And because like, huh, I got a lot of family or what I could say relatives that ain't even no friend, right? <laughs> but I got a lot of friends who love me like family. So I'm just big on loving on who loves on me. And that's just how I've been confident. I've been in a peaceful place um, a lot of times, but I would not be keeping it real if I didn't tell you, right? I am chance real that it does bother me sometimes that I don't because I'm just so big on connections and on family and, you know, it just bothers me sometimes that I don't um, have that connection with my family that I used to. And then of course it bothers me that a lot of my favorite people are gone. I like transition people who I felt really got me, who really loves me, you know what I'm saying? For me and I love them no doubt. So I know a lot of y'all out here, whether you are viewing, listening, because a lot of y'all, <laughs> y'all be coming through while I'm on the air doing the show live. But I know y'all do try to go and show love and watch afterwards. So like I said, I know if I go through it, you go through it too. And there's a lot of people that we are missing. We are missing. Yes, we are missing because they are gone and you better live. You better live it up. Let's get into talking about some of this stuff because that's why I'm talking about living it up. And I'm not trying to let this episode of this show be too much of a downer. Just wanted to point out some of the realistic facts about life and what a lot of us are going through um, this holiday season in regards to not really knowing what the season um, is about, not really recognizing what our true gift is and that's the gift of life and the gift of fellowship so love on one another love and pray for one another we all need it yes we do okay it's been going down around the town and my city is no no exception okay no exception when it comes to controversy and things that just be getting caught just be getting caught on camera as you know one of our dears who we believe is going to be the next mayor here in baltimore city she is our democratic hopeful michelle dixon and she is going up to be mayor in 2024 now probably about mm, i would say a couple of days before christmas I believe it was Michelle Dixon was on a interview on Fox 45 and what she was report um like promoting 
their their little rally. Let me see what it's called. Because it was like a, a town hall type of like a piece and it was talking about the police and the community policing and all this. But that's not really why I'm bringing it up to talk about it. See, during this interview, and this is why it's getting so much controversy now, because everyone's like, if she's going to do all this, how is she going to run the city? But at the same time, I didn't see it like that. And I kind of saw for, and I just was like, I was so embarrassed, okay? And I was so mad <laughs> that this was happening to this sister, or whatever should I say, this older lady, like 70 something years old, like Sheila Dixon, you know, who I respect, who I look up to, and everything else like that. But that just goes to show you, baby, all of us, okay, we are not immune from life. Okay, there's no such thing as what happened to good people or bad people. Life is life and life be life in, and it can happen to you. And we all go through and a lot of times the same stuff. So Sheila Dixon, while she was on this interview, right, promoting this um, town hall that they were going to have this night. And then also she was getting like over a cold. So she was like real raspy. So people are saying like, no, Miss Sheila Dixon wasn't just raspy from <laughs> going through this cold, she was a little raspy from arguing with this man who basically like assaulted her while she was on the news trying to do this interview. So you know that is just a mess there because anytime you're on the interview, um, you can see her answering questions. You see like objects begin to be thrown in the camera. Look at some clothing or something. At one point, some stuff was thrown like so hard it kind of like the shuffle her camera knocked it over or what have you, and, you know, she got it back together, whatever else like that, but then after a while, who she was being interviewed on Fox 45 was by Patrice Saunders, and I like Patrice and everything else like that, but I'm saying, girl, you should have been seeing that hint and just cut it, or something, or just cut it, I don't know, or Sheila should have just cut it, you should have just cut it, you should just been like, at this moment, or whatever else like that, I ain't got time, but anyhow, you know, when this stuff is getting recorded, People catch everything, and that's what the camera caught. They caught Sheila Dixon while she was sitting there having this interview, um, promoting this town hall as they was talking about policing and community peace. And um, it was for public safety they were going to be talking about. And it was supposed to be taking place that day. And while she was in the camera, you can see like some clothing or some materials been thrown her way, knocked her phone over, she got it back together, and then things continued to be thrown. Now, people were saying that whoever was assaulting her or doing whatever they was doing, because all I seen was the throwing of the stuff, but that is considered assault. I remember sometime, one time somebody threw some eggs at me, baby, and it was over by, like, John Hopkins. This is crazy, man. This is crazy, man. <laughs> it was a crazy moment. Um, but threw some eggs. I ain't called the police, but somebody else did. And he got their tag number. Everything else like that, and they had a warrant out for their arrest for assault with a weapon, and they was given weapon, and it was given gas the eggs. So if eggs can be a weapon, then clothes can be a weapon too, or whatever you throw in to bring harm to somebody. Um, but the disgrace was, and I understand because Sheila did speak on it later. I think when someone asked her was she was okay, but a lot of people that were responding to what they had seen was like. Did anybody call for help for her or, you know, basically saying like she was being attacked while she was live on camera. But Sheila kind of, you know, said she was OK. It was a situation uh, during the holidays. People are stressed and people go through things and that she was OK. 
So we get it. But Miss Dixon, don't be like nobody do you like that for real. But we all got relationship problems. Just like how I was saying or whatever. I don't know if it was an alleged boyfriend, like her a long time boyfriend or um, a son or something. I was saying both of them, but I did see that it was like a boyfriend of hers or something because I don't think that she's married. So whoever this boyfriend is, she's been dating him for quite a while. But the audacity for him to do that for real and just try to, it just gives real no, narcissist, real ash holish for real, for real. And I just was embarrassed for her. And of course, I felt for her because like I said, I've been in those situations before where, yeah, they do anything to try to hurt you, do anything to try to embarrass you. And that's what they was going for. Now, I don't know what the argument was about. And a lot of people were saying, like how she was saying, people go through things and everything else like that. But that's real concerning, especially if you know that somebody is live doing an interview or whatever else like that, and you can't even stop yourself. That's a mess to me. And you cannot stop yourself. So it's been bringing up some other concerns, aside from people questioning, is Sheila safe? Why are they saying she talking about the public safety or trying to promote to go to this town hall to talk about that? But it's been a lot of concern for people to say is, it's safe to say that she is equipped after this incident of not being able, I guess, to handle it productively and what went on. Is she still equipped to run this city if she can't even run, run her life? That has and nothing to do with nothing. Say, don't be so quick <laughs> to judge. I don't even think that needs to be said. I don't even think that needs uh -huh. to be said. That has nothing to do with anything. Well, oh, that's what they say, Marnie. You know, people, they get one more thing, baby, and they just... But that has nothing to do with nothing. And you would you would think she was being fist fight for a fist fight. Yes, yes. That but that's why I gave that little like little story about my situation. And just like I said, I, I'm a woman, you know, men alike, because we don't want to say that men don't go through situations that are considered domestic violence or receive some type of abuse, whether it be physical or emotional, mental, verbally. Oh, I bet it's coming out. What it begs the question is, is what did you want her to do in that moment? Get up and go yes. fight him back? Get up and go fight him back? Would that make I'm her, sure her she of being mayor? I'm that sure she was there. I'm just trying to figure out like the fight part, the fight aspect or whatever was being thrown at her. What would that have to do with her work ethic as mayor? Nothing. None of that doesn't equate. So I think the people that are saying that are stupid. Period. Mm. Dumb. And there's a lot of people, and there's a lot of people that dumb? are saying that. And of course, it's people that are from Baltimore that are from Baltimore, but there's a whole bunch of outsiders that are speaking on it too, because it kind of I, I want to say made international news, but once it, you, it got you, out there and it was recorded about this, you like all the blogs were talking about it. And you know, the way that we're talking about this is like we, she was black eyed and bloody. She didn't miss a beat in the interview. Did not. We, we, did, we did not talk about that part. That part did is not left out. That all part of that. Is everyone's head is that she didn't miss a beat in the interview. She answered every last one of that lady's questions without missing a beat. Definitely all of that. And I think she did. And I think she did very well and responding, like you said, answering the questions and everything else like that, considering dealing with a situation that kind of she didn't have no control over. Because I'm sure she said it wanted to happen. Considered domestic violence, not assault. 
Yeah, I agree, Marnie. I agree. Whether I was, was a little a bit fluid. And it's whether if it was a son or her significant other, it would still be domestic violence, not assault. Still was domestic violence. They said they, they should have sent hope for Sheila. Like she was being like, that's what I'm saying. Where where does that come from? Like I said, she never of course she was in distress because of whatever the situation that was happening. And I'm sure she probably dealt with them when she was finished. Or we would have heard more about it. I just like some things just don't need to be responded on, even (laughs) if it was happening in your face. Look, be concerned, but don't be talking about she need help. She would have said, I need help if she would have needed help. That's what they say. They say this woman is strong enough to let you know whatever she needs. She is strong enough to let you know whatever she needs, and she knows how to use the phone with 911. And I'm telling you now, if she's in office, none of this will take place because she'll have her own detail. Mm. The security detail will never 24 hours. Period. Just like that. Just like that. Well, I'm with you, Molly. That was my point. And bringing it up to say, okay, it was a situation that happened. Um, she is human. I didn't see how it in any way um, suggests that she would not still be up to par to be our mayor here in Baltimore. Because at this point, she does appear to be the top runner. Um, it was a situation. Just like a whole bunch of situations happen, <laughs> even with people who are currently uh, in office sitting as mayor or whoever else um, for the city official that we talked about several times on the show. Um, but I am in complete agreement. I don't feel that way. And while there were a lot of people on there questioning that because of this situation that did happen, it was a lot of people on there um, who did not blow it out of proportion, who were basically saying the same things that I am saying felt the same way I did, and then also were just speaking out of concern. So it was some people that were like, blowing it out of proportion, oh, she needed help. Um, she's on there promoting a public safety town hall about police, and she needs the police, and all this other stuff and everything. Um, but a lot of people seen it as what I think it was in like a domestic violence situation. And something that was going on, something that was out of her control. I'm sure she didn't want it to happen, but it happened. And of course, as you know, we cannot control um, other and individuals. It was at that time, and it was at that time when she was busy and she couldn't handle it. Who knows what happened when that laptop lid closed? Oh, baby! Because <laughs> if she anything like my mother, if she anything like my mother, that person got their ass whipped a little bit. <laughs> mm. And guess what? If it wasn't physically, I bet you it was verbally, honey. I know they got a thrasher. If it was anything like my mother, it was physical. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Either physical or verbally, guess what? I know that they got blessed. And guess what? (laughs) Sheila still made it out that night to that town hall. So she made it out unfazed um, and basically responded to it from the comments that she was making. Um, when other people, other reporters or whatever, when she attended the town hall, and then after that, I think she was on an interview and someone kind of brought up the incident and asked her, was she okay? And her response was just basically that, like really feel, came off as unbothered and unfazed and just like, yeah, yeah, I'm living life. If anything was going down that was that serious, her children got involved. Mm. Because they would have saw it. If we all saw it, they saw it. Right. And they was, they probably and I know that she on their way during the interview. Mm-hmm. 
whether they was at work or not, they probably was like, I, I gotta go. My mother need me. I, I'm on my they was on their way. You better know it. <laughs> you better know it because children baby, not only her biological <laughs> children or whoever is, I'm telling you, I'm the children saying, of Baltimore babies. All lot. of them on their way. Yes, baby. A lot of children of Baltimore was like, what time we ride? We ride at dawn, baby. They was ready to ride from Michelle. Former they employee, was like former employees. All, they was on their way. People that she's Yes, they was. If I knew where she lived, I would have been on my way. <laughs> Yes, they was. And there was a lot of that that people were talking about, too, in comments I was saying from um, different social media platforms and different blogs and stuff, people talking on the matter. Um, just like I said, a lot of people were, of course, saying the, the put downs and saying, like, really, she going to do all this and she want to run the city. But there was a lot of people in there who were expressing concern and basically like how you know, let the feeds the soul. There's some truth so to every joke. Right there, and people it, it were ready to ride. That question right there could only be from people that didn't live here when she was mayor. It's not a question of whether she can run the city or not. She's okay. done that. That's already been accomplished. She's done that before. Y'all only got her effectively. On she only did stop running the city on a technicality of stupidity by our yeah. own citizens. Ran it effectively until they got out of there on the technicality of stupidity. The technicality of stupidity. That's what yes. it's called. Yes. Fifteen hundred dollars on a a, a, a a over a billion dollar budget, and you getting rid of somebody for fifteen hundred. I dare not think that is possible because that should have been given to her as a bonus in the first place. Right, and then from charity. It wasn't even a purchase. When I mean, when you look at it, it wasn't a purchase that was made by the city. It was actually something that was donated, like mm -hmm. some gift cards. So it was, you know. Yeah, you so, yeah. I'm so done talking about the. The more you talk part. about that whole situation, mm -hmm. just really think about it. Like, yeah, it's they really stupid. did. Should have been some wrong. It gets more and so more stupid. Every time you she not a stupid. She not a stupid <laughs> woman that is in this abusive domestic violence situation but then again you know i don't know um but what i will say is that she's very smart and i'm glad that she spoke on and i'm glad that she is okay and i do have faith that whatever the situation is you know as well as in her professional life as effective as she has been i am sure you know i have faith in her that she can handle this stuff in her personal life so prayers up for sheila dixon um she's not out of the running to me um, but I just had to run it up. Yes, it was real shocking because I've seen it. I, oh, yes, honey, I did. I must say, I clutched my pearls. <laughs> I didn't blow it out of proportion, but I was sore. Like I said, I was mad. I was mad. Like a lot of people were saying I was ready to ride. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Who is this? Throwing clothes. Like the audacity. Like really. Like, oh, yeah, they off the hook. And and I And I got it. You know, like I get it because I've been in relationships, then had in the you know the interesting part that was toxic like that. You know, the interesting part is that I did not take it out of context. I did not take it out like that because I saw it was a it was like a shirt that went flying by. Now, if it was a yeah, lamp, it was a couple of shirts. But if it was a <laughs> lamp, that was something that, that would have been something else. This is somebody that was trying to distract her. That's yeah. what they were trying to do. Shit. See that. Because if they really wanted to stop this interview or distract her or get her out of character, they would have thrown a lamp. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what they was doing, but all I know is that they were calling her and they was out of line they put these clothes or whatever they was throwing or whatever else like that. And the shame is, if it was a long time boyfriend and stuff, it just goes to show you, like, even at this age, people are still going through that toxic stuff. People are still petty, which is why I don't like them. They're petty, too. Yes. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) He's saying, like, it just was, that's what I think I was, I I was mad about, like, like, I keep on saying, like, the audacity to go, like, for real. You knew that lady was on there doing that interview, you you pick this moment to throw these clothes or whatever, like, you couldn't wait, like, you can't control yourself. Attention. They were seeking attention. That argument probably started hours ago between them two. And it just so happened, when she got busy, he still wanted to argue and she wasn't available for it. Just she like a toxic, petty motherfucker. <laughs> We don't know who it was, but we all jump up in arms if, if, if we knew who it was. It could have been her sister. It could have been her brother. It could have been her mother. It could have been her father. It could have been somebody yeah. other than what we know, because we don't know. We don't know. Right. And she has not spoken on and say who it was. Aside from just saying that some people just deal with the holiday and deal with stress. So that's she how I came to do a job. She did the job. And then she had to go deal with her personal life. Her personal life. Yeah. Personal to her, not y'all. Yeah. Now we're here to talk about people, but we also can't dig into what we don't know. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And talking about digging, <laughs> let me get on to the next thing because this is another situation where people are trying to dig something out from it that I don't know if it's that or if it's not. But y'all know the movie The Color Purple. Yes, yes. The Color Purple has come out. I've been seeing some great reviews and some not so great. Some people are like, oh, it just was one of those classics that they shouldn't have remade and different stuff and it's just like a musical or whatever else like that but the controversy on this end that i've been looking into let me just first give some shout outs for this awesome cast yes my girl fantasia barino paid silly uh the young silly was played by felicia pearl posse um hallie barry she paid netty the young netty to raji p henson and who while i'm bringing this story up um, Hallie Hallie Barry. Huh? Hallie. Ain't it Hallie? It's Hallie, Hallie, Hallie Barry. Hallie. I said Barry. <laughs> Hallie Barry. See, I thought I was doing good. I thought I was going to get through the show <laughs> with no mix up, but I could not because that just would not be me. Y'all know how I do. I live it up. Hallie Bailey. Yes, y'all know the young sister who played in the Merwin. Mermaid. She is the young nephew. Um, so Raji P. Henson played the Shook, Avery work, Saraji. And that's why I'm bringing up this story because I'm going to get into what's been going on um, with Saraji and some of the statements that she made in regards to like the fairness of pay. Um, Danielle Brooks played Miss Sophia. Miss Sophia. I seen a little thing that she had posted online too. I think when they went to a viewing and her and her daughter and she was showing her daughter's excitement. Um, Miss Danielle Brooks on seeing her on the screen um, doing the, what is it called? Um, the trailer, like doing the trailer. So I was like, mommy, that's you. I was like, oh, Bronx, it's in my eyes. Corey Hawkins um, was heart pro. 
Coleman Domingo was Mr. I think that's when he was younger. Sierra, it said Natty. I don't know which phase she was. Dion Cole was Alfonso, and her was Squeak. Squeak. Week. That just was some of the cast, but those were just some of the special mentions. And why I'm bringing it up to mention of the night is because uh, Mrs. Faraji B. Henson had went on um, an interview with Gail King as Gail King was interviewing the whole um, cast. Not the whole cast, but some of those people that I did mention was doing an interview with them. And Taraji Henson was questioned um, as Gail had said that she had heard a rumor that Taraji was actually thinking about quitting acting um it appeared that taraji became a little emotional um before she had responded and she just said that yes um she's tired of being underpaid and and she yeah she's tired of being underpaid she said every time she do one thing it's like she gotta start off from the beginning like they forget about the success she has had and the several roles that she has had. And she says she's always feeling like she's at the table renegotiating. Like she got there, she like broke through the ceiling, she got there, would get the money. And then when another role, whatever comes up, is like she got to go through all of that. Um, but not only that, that she was talking about, but she just was speaking on, you know, the disadvantages of being a black female actress in Hollywood, all of those different disparities. And it's not only with the women, you know, it's not only with the women. Um, we know that in black men as well. We know that there was just now the strike um, not too long ago between the writers and everything. What was that? The writers guild of, um, I got to hear somewhere, American strike. And then it was another one. Well, they were striking. Y'all already know that the SGA was too, the screen actors guild. Um, theirs lasted till November 09, but that first Writers Guild of American Strike, that was like May through September before they um, settled. And then Taraji is saying that she also had to audition for The Color Purple. Now, a lot of people took this as her kind of slighting Oprah because it was statements that was made on an interview while she was being interviewed with Gail. But I'm like, if the question was asked <laughs> and Gail did her research, honey, because it was a rumor, but apparently it was true. So Taraji just responded, you know, on the platform, on the interview, she responded and shared what her real feelings were about Trino being underpaid and how she feels that as an actor, actress, she has to speak up because if she's not speaking up on certain things like this, then like for the people that's coming up behind her, then what is she doing at this point? You know, like, right. What is she doing? Having to keep going through what she's going through and not um, being paid. So when she was asked the question, like I said, she visibly appeared upset, got a little emotional and she responded. Um, and I quote, she said, I'm just so, I'm just tired of working so hard, being gracious at what I do, getting paid a fraction of the cost. I'm tired of hearing my sister say the same thing over and over. And I like the thing when she think about sisters, because, you know, a few years back, Monique was blasting and saying the same thing when it came to Hollywood and how, you know, some of these directors or how, you know, they feel like they should get their due and they not. But people wasn't really receiving of it when Monique came out with it. And I don't know, maybe how she said it, I don't know. But it was her real feelings at that time. And can't nobody tell nobody what they going through. But I remember y'all was blasting 
uh, my sister Monique for making some of the similar statements about Hollywood and how the, it's unfair how black actresses or how they black people in Hollywood get played less and really don't get the respect that they are due. Um, so she made those statements. And like I was saying, people was thinking that it was a slight because she made it during the interview of Gail. And then later during the interview, when she was being interviewed by Gail. So then I guess a couple of days later, it was some type of photo shoot to kind of promote the release of this movie that was coming out, The Color Purple. And people was thinking that Oprah was on a little bit shade back herself because you can see her kind of like walking around. It appears that she doesn't really want to be next to Taraji. Uh, and I don't know if it was because of the statements that she said, but you know how they be, baby. On social media, people get things on camera and they get a story and they run with a narrative and they can put pieces cut and paste, put things together and say something and make it look like that's what it is. So I don't know if Oprah felt some type of way because her statements was made on an interview with her good girlfriend Gail and she felt like it was like a dead her saying and she felt some type of way and you know, I don't know, but Saraji spoke her truth. She said what it was and it's the truth. So that's what happened. But Taraji has went on making statements herself um, on Instagram, basically giving Oprah praises, saying that it definitely was not that. She definitely um, gives Oprah her praises. She said, Miss Oprah has been nothing less than a steady and solid beacon of light to all of the cast of The Color Purple. She has provided encouragement, guidance, and unwavering support to us all. She told me to personally reach out for anything, and I did. It took one call, one conversation, one decision-making Black woman to make me feel heard. Thank you, Miss Oprah, for all that you do. So I don't know if this statement was made after, you know, the verb, that other rumor was coming out that Taraji was kind of trying to make this statement to take a dig at Oprah because she, again, had to audition for this role in the color purple and basically had to negotiate to get her money but some of the reasons that she was saying um that she had issues and that she was feeling like she wanted to quit quit because of the own the payment and all that other stuff and she was talking about you know all of that basically yeah that's what it was <laughs> that's what it is i'm being underpaid uh, but she said it wasn't no slight to Oprah. I guess that's what she was trying to say, that there wasn't no dig at her uh, because of the statement was made during her interview to Gail. I haven't been out to see the Color Purple movie yet. Of course, people are kind of spoiling it. Uh, but again, like how I made the, 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 the scenario, not the scenario, but just saying how it would be, how people can cut and paste and put things together and and make it something same that is totally not. You know what I mean? The same way I think some people are doing on their reviews uh, of the movie. But people had that right to feel how they want to feel. I love the color purple, so I couldn't imagine not liking any rendition of it. But I do get it a lot of times when the originals are just that good. People kind of like struggle with being <laughs> acceptive of the new you know, of the change. But I don't think that they tried to change it. They just gave another rendition of it, a fresh rendition of it. 
with fresh new actors who this generation and people today can relate to. Not that people don't don't know Oprah, not that people don't know Danny Glover, um, you know, and stuff like that, and Whoopi Goldberg, some of the old cast, um, from the original cast, from the original Color Purple. Um, but I think they just was trying to give it a fresh start with a, you know, a fresh spin on it, made it far as like a musical. And I love the fact that they had my girl Fantasia up in there who was in the rendition before too, when it was on Broadway. I always wanted to see the play um, as well. But yeah, that's what's going on. Taraji spoke her truth, talked about how they was being underpaid. And like I'm saying, yes, it is true for all black actors and actresses across the board in Hollywood. It is nothing new. We all know they don't get that fair treatment. Shots to Terrence Howitt. When I was looking into this, her um one of her co-stars in Empire, where she made that role definitely famous, Miss Cookie Line. Okay. Um, but he is suing right now. He's suing his uh agency, CAA, saying that he was paid less um for some real uh roles and stuff like that. So I guess they wasn't representing him up to Paul Eva. So he's currently in a lawsuit trying to get what is due to him. So it's not nothing new. So Raji spoke her truth. But years ago, Monique was saying the same thing, but people wasn't feeling it. People was like, oh, Monique, how she do? She just laughed like to run her mouth. But she was speaking her truth and saying what she was going through. But a lot of times when people speak out and say certain things, um, I guess, and it comes off like they're speaking against certain people. You know, it's just certain people <laughs> that people don't play with. And then when you speak against them, then sometimes it, <laughs> it do be trouble. And people always, oh my goodness, against Oprah or somebody saying something, people think you get your money or whatever, and you supposed to do what you, you supposed to do what they want you to do. With your money. So we had a whole bunch of that. Like Oprah ain't helping, ain't doing this, ain't doing that. Well, well what's she supposed to do? She, she got it out the mud too. She got out the mud too. I mean, by the grace of God and from the blessing and the privilege, she's up there right now. But yeah. And that's where Tyraji is, is trying to be. But, you know, it's just crazy to me that people. You know, one little thing. So, you know, just from her speaking her truth and she was on that platform and people took that and ran with it too. From what I'm saying, it was like, yeah, she was talking about Oprah. And Oprah, that's how she do. Worrying about herself, not worrying about these young sisters getting their money and all this other stuff. That's how they try to switch it and turn it and talk about it and everything else like that. But shout out to Taraji P. Henson. I love her. I love her talent. I love her gift. I truly do. Um, there's a lot of roles that I seen her playing that I just love. What was one of my favorite uh, movies that I feel that didn't even get um, the hype like it should have? Because it was good to me. With that acrimony, I loved that movie. It was crazy, but it was real. And anybody know um, any character that she has played has really been like a real, real character. Taraji just has her way to bring those characters to life and then playing real in a movie ain't real enough. Oh no, you know, sister keeping it real and her real life. So yeah, Gail asked that question and she answered. 
So <laughs> my point is, if Oprah took it out of the dig or felt some type of way, she shouldn't have. Because, uh, you know, Oprah, you there right now. But, sis, you know how it is. You know how it is. And I don't know if Oprah took it that way. But from that little clip that had came out on TikTok, when they was at that photo shoot, like, yeah, after looking at <laughs> some of the statements um, that was being made after Sarant G made her statement and then seeing that with that little video they had on TikTok and uh, looking like Oprah could possibly be throwing shade at Mr. Raji. I was so, mm, oh, yeah, Oprah's feeling some type of way. But that's how I go. People put stuff together and be happy. <laughs> Feel some type of way. But I hope that that's not the case. You know, Taraji was speaking her truth. I hope that she is blessed to receive many more roles. And Hollywood, stop playing. Stop playing with my people. Okay? Stop playing with my people. Taraji definitely is worth that coin. And I cannot wait to go and see the movie. I even seen like some controversy stuff because y'all know the movie had came out on Christmas, so it was something else too. This other blogger was saying something in the numbers, and it was a setup. Don't go to the. I was like, oh, how we talk about how some people see things how it is, and some people take it too far. Because I'm a thinker outside of the box too, but some people just be thinking up any type of thing, and I'm telling y'all how it go. If a person can think it up, baby, and put it together and put it out there, they have y'all thinking it too. So be careful. Go and see the color purple. That's like, yeah, that's our culture. Like, who don't love the color purple? I'm going to see it. I might not like it. I think I shared with y'all before. Like, I wasn't too fond of the mermaid. Um, I went and seen it. I fell asleep. And I think that's just my age or whatever. I can't do the movie no more. But I'm going to get pumped up. And I'm going to go see Miss... Taraji and Fantasia and the, all of the, them. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> you said the Mermaid. Yeah, the Little Mermaid. What I say? The Mermaid. I was like, what movie is that? Oh, you know, the Mermaid. Where Little Matters. It is, it is a movie called The Mermaids too. Well, um, that was my movie too. But those different actors were Shell, and then she had the two daughters. Right, they had nothing to do with the water. And they was <laughs> yeah, that was my. That was my movie, too. I gotta look that up. I ain't seen that movie in a long time. That was my movie with her two daughters. Yes, that was my movie. But yes, The Little Mermaid, I had shared before. Like, I wasn't too fond of the remake, but I love the story. You know, I love the story now, The Little Mermaid. What they thought these numbers was going to do. We're in an age of people, not not everybody going to the movies anymore. Like, I'm not a movie person. I'm not going to the movies. The last movie I went to see was Avatar, but only because that was a big movie that was, you know, so cgi that is necessary to see it on the big screen. Right, and what that was, what movie was that one? Avatar. 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 Oh, Avatar. I like the Avatar, though. But that's a what I'm saying. I liked it. I liked the mythical story. So much... Um, CGI and special effects in it that you had to see it on a big screen to appreciate it. That's the difference right. between the color purple and Avatar. The Avatar, I mean, color purple is just full of people. You can right. put that on the TV at home. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I mean, not yeah. that, I'm not saying yeah, I'm not trying to discount the movie because the movie might, might be excellent. Look, that's why it was almost, look, that's why People like, baby, I'm a streamer. I ain't going to no movie. And we also pay for all these damn apps. And, uh, yeah. and 
video platforms, uh, Netflix, Hulu, Max, uh, Max. Uh, we paying for all of that. We ain't got time to be paying at the movie theater too. Then we can start talking about going to the movies again. But if we're going to continue to pay these monthly bills on these apps and all these different movie video providers and services, we're not going to keep going to the movies too. Mm. But They're you know, people that. prefer that. Wait for them to come out on those apps, right? And a lot that's of people prefer for. that. Like that, that had a lot to do that. with the strike and why the writers and the actors was feeling like they wasn't getting the money that was due to them because of all of those streaming apps and stuff like that. But a lot of people prefer to do that. I mean, I'll wait yeah. for it to come out on Max. I'll see it when it comes on Max. Right, I'll see it. <laughs> yeah, I paid. I'm paying a monthly fee. I'll wait for it to come out on Max. Right, I'm not going to go to the movies and pay another twenty five hundred dollars to watch a movie because it's expensive to go to the movies. And if you want to eat popcorn, that's fifty dollars almost. No, no, it is. No, it is. And then like a movie like The Color Purple too. Like I, I just say The Color of the Purple. Like I said, I would, I love, I would love to see it in a different rendition for the play or something like that, but. Yeah, I ain't running to the movies either, but I do want to see it. I do want to see it. So any of my fam out here, when y'all get it on the stream app or anyway when it come through, holla at me. I'll come through <laughs> and watch it with you. I'll come through and watch it with you. But yes, a lot of people are preferring to stream and everything else like that nowadays. Like that's just the way. That's just the way of the world. So some people, money say, yeah, it's giving too much, too much money and too much time, too much effort to go there and pull up and everything. I know in the movies now too, like when they sell the tickets, um, like everything is a sign. So that kind of made it a little better because you know you just going straight to your seat and knowing where is that. So that made it a little bit more. Um, convenience, but I told y'all my experience. The last time I went to movies, baby, it, and that's what it was to see The it'll Little Mermaid. It'll either be on Netflix, and or I was knocked out. It'll be on Netflix or Max, or if Paramount is doing it, it'll be on Paramount Plus. I, I'll wait. Right. Fees, you got to remember the fees also just went up on Netflix, the fees went up on Max. The fees went up What's on new? the fees went up on Paramount Plus. So absolutely not. Will you get also box all office? Of them. No, you won't. All of them. That's how they got into the trick bag. They came out real cheap. They came out real cheap at first. Economics here. If you want to do that and you want extra money, then you should have put that out in the theaters and on our apps. And we would have watched it and you would have got the numbers immediately. But right. Now, like this is like one of the like one of the most recent like big releases as far as like coming out in the theaters because of course you know the strike held to cut a lot of that stuff out but then it was a couple of movies that came out and that's how they came out they wasn't even in the theaters they were like i'm with, I'm, I'm with a lot of people i don't don't i don't know if we needed a remake and i don't know if we needed i mean we could have used I, I like the fact that it's, a, it's got musical aspects to it i do but we could have made this into something new why do y'all just continue the story Write a new story that that's like the the sequel to the old story, like the new one when she went. Like, guys, right, tell us what happened when she finally got to meet her kid. 
Right. Tell us what happened when they left, after they all left. What was next? What drama did they get into next? What happened happily ever after after that? Right. Tell us the bad children in the house that grew up. They should get famous. Like what? What's next? Don't tell us the same old story. We've seen it. I was there. I watched it. A thousand times, baby. Who ain't seen the Calipurple? Who ain't seen the Calipurple? That's why people are upset because we probably didn't need a remake. We understand it was a musical, but that was the Broadway position. That's what Broadway made it into a musical. We didn't need a musical movie. Yeah. I don't know about that part, but I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to talk about it. That's what people were saying on the reviews. Um, As I've been looking at the reviews, they've been saying, I've seen quite a few people say that they left. Like, it was just that's not good. Where sequel. they got up and they lied. So a sequel, they should have just put the money with them in the future. Like, what's next? What happened next? That's where the money should have went. Not into remaking the old movie that already grossed over a billion dollars. <laughs> right, the sequel, the color purple. Right, give me the color purple with gold or something. Yeah, I was never <laughs> in the mood like on Christmas Day. I'm going to go see this movie. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to put my feet up. I work all week. And I think it's doing good as far as the money aspect that's been coming in and everything else like that. But what you say, yeah, people was already bummed about who not having money to buy gifts and not right. gifts to yeah, go to the movies, damn shit, no. uh-uh. <laughs> That's fine. And then with all the germs, because there's a lot of people out here too that um I spoke to, oh, shout out to Brenda and Randy who are feeling better now. I was able to talk to her today. They had the flu. A lot of people was coming on with the flu that are not dealing with corona, but like the flu. Um, a couple of people also were walking pneumonia. Um, mm-hmm. all the stuff. So be safe, home. y'all. Take y'all echinacea, take y'all vitamin C, be safe. Look, my nose is running. This this look, we pray for snow and we got rain, right? That's how it would be. Um, this is God's world and he can do whatever he wanna do. That's why our money wasn't too heavy when he had to come back, because that's what he came back to. Just rain, 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 rain. <laughs> from the DR. For real. It's been rain. What the old heads used to say, cats and dogs. Actually like, now I'm talking like the, the movie color purple. It actually rained a lot while I was in the DR, but it was the best rain I've ever it been through. Did. But it was like that summer rain, though, right? I loved it. I, every bit of Some it, I was turning in a circle. Not cold, <laughs> big raindrops. Kind of had that downpour, then the mm, stop made a little drizzle. Sand, sand, wet sand all between my toes. I didn't care. Right. It wasn't giving this wet leaves and mud. No, it wasn't. It's dreary. <laughs> wet leaves, mud, and trash blowing down the sidewalk. It definitely wasn't giving that, but guess what? Back to reality, right? Back mm. to life. Well, that is the life, but. You get what I'm saying. I so yeah, I'm I am looking forward to going to the color months. purple. I think I'm moving for good in six months. Are you? Don't leave me. <laughs> Look, I already was crying. Someone don't leave me on another trip. He said he up out of here. I, I think I'm out. Oh. I, I think I'm done with this place. I can't. He said I'm done with this place and all of y'all in it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. That kind of was the same tone, too. Look, I'm running through my what in the what, y'all, and my what in the world. That definitely was a what in the what right here in our city of Baltimore City. And it was a what in the world, too, giving me um, the little story that I brought up about this Raji B. Henson, because I was like, okay, now that she's a big her truth, now here we go. People got a hook. 
And like I said, Ms. Ms. Uh, Monique came out with it before. Taraji got her little comedy aspects too, whatever. But guess what? There's some truth in every joke. And they ain't joking, especially when it comes to that money. So those was those two stories um, or um, events that I went through. If you are just joining me. And if you are just joining me, holla at me on the chat. Let me know what's up. You can say something. At least say hey or look. Happy holidays. Say something to me. Um, but if not this week, make sure you join me too next Thursday when I come in in a new year. If you're ever interested in being a guest or you need any information about the show, the guest is be a guest at, no, is it just guest? Yeah, it's just guest. See, it's been so long. I forgot. Guest at beexposedradio.com. And if you have any information that you need, about Big Exposed Radio and how we do or anything or how you want to come through or whatever, you can hit them up at info at beexposedradio.com. But while we on here, yes, come and talk to me. Don't be afraid to come and talk to me. But you already know that if you don't, I'm going to talk your head off anyway. Um, so let's go on to the next story because, yes, it has been going down this year. We are approaching 2024, and all I'm going to say is, oh, but I want more. I hope that's your energy, okay? I hope that's your energy. I hope that you are on feeling blessed mode, that you are living it up despite anything that's going down. I hope that you are living it up or that you will start today to live it up and to have that attitude because baby if you ain't living then what you doing then what you doing and what you doing and especially when you be saying all the stuff that's going down with these celebrities and everything else like that you're like oh my goodness i said maybe that's why you know I, I'm I'm celebrity, right? What they say in your mind. But as <laughs> far as like being on that celebrity stage, I said maybe that's why I haven't been blessed to get there yet because that just would drive me crazy. Every moment of your life, you know, already in the limelight with your professional life, but then your personal too, like everything that you are doing or saying is constantly being scrutinized. I'm like, I'm already <laughs> getting enough scrutiny from just coming through um, on a talk show, because I know y'all talk about me and my tongue twisters and everything else like that. And if it ain't about the show, baby, they already been talking anyway. But what they say, if they ain't talking, uh, you ain't popping. But I know that that is a task and I know that that is a challenge. So anybody that is in the limelight, like, celebrity, guess what? Local, international, whoever you are out here, baby, don't you worry about what they saying. Let them talk. And you keep living it up. Another one. Oh, Y'all already knew the controversy what was going on with Diddy. <laughs> 50 was making a joke on Diddy do it, saying he was going to come up with a documentary. But no, on a serious note, because it was serious allegations, was with P. Diddy any sexual harassment. And it just does not stop. Of course, with that controversy coming out, any type of connection or relationship with Diddy right now is kind of being questioned. And not only being questioned, but if you a man and you've been at Diddy party, oh, they are questioning your sexuality. And I'm bringing this up too because I'm like, what do it matter? And especially with this individual and his peaches and past this, I get it. A lot of times people 
say that they preach the word, they're supposed to be a man or a woman of God. So they feel like they are exempt from experiencing life, just like how people try to play with Shayla Dixon, okay? Um, and what she went through. But now they're playing with T.D. Jakes. I like T.D. Jakes. Um, what I'm ready to talk about, I don't know if it's truthful or if it's not. Um, but just like how I felt about Shayla Dixon and he, Change nothing for me. Either way, I still love T.D. Jakes. I listen to a lot of his sermons. Yes, I do. I listen to a lot of his sermons, a lot of his messages, how he has came through to preach the word of God has blessed me because I'm telling you, God has blessed him with an anointing and a deliverance, honey, where he can give it to you and give it to you real and give it to you raw or should i not say raw because that's what they would say he was doing but give it to you real in a way where i feel it and i understand it and i get it and it's been a lot of his sermons like i said that i listened to a lot of his messages i remember i had i was gifted the bible woman thou all loose when he was doing that whole um story so it's been a lot of stuff that he has come forth with that god has blessed him with and his ability to preach that has blessed my soul. And I hope that that continues. And for other people too who love T.D. Jakes, but baby, what they said about T.D. Jakes, they saying T.D. Jakes was at them P. Diddy parties. And they saying that he was uh, not calling out the power of God, but the power by them, whatever that is. I had to explain. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Um, but my whole thing is like, okay, even if T.D. Jakes was involved in these parties and he was going in, whatever, he was living his life. I know it's not typical behavior of a pastor, but okay, he is human. So if he was even engaging in these um, sexual acts um, with men or doing whatever, enjoying his life, yes, like how he always trying to encourage, repent, keep it moving. Thank God he's only human. He's not exempt from living his life or having different experiences. And he definitely, oh, he definitely is not exempt from sin, okay, or temptation. Now, I don't know how true it is. Am I still on it? Because <laughs> I don't see myself, but I'm talking. <laughs> Money, mine. Did it drop me? Can you hear me? I see the time running and I don't hear money either. But <laughs> I don't know what happened. So I'm just going to keep on doing. That's how you got to do. That's how you got to do. Um, but Mr. TJ Jakes, he did somewhat address the rumors on Christmas, um, during his Christmas, not on Christmas, but during his Christmas service, which was on a Saturday the 23rd before Christmas because Christmas actually fell on a Monday this year. So he addressed it and somewhat though, because basically what he was saying was all of you who expect me to address the lie can log off. Yes, it was streamed. There was a lot of people in attendance, but a lot of people like I'll be talking about how people like to watch their movies. People do their church service like that too. And for a period of time, we had no other choice but to watch and stream. They was doing everything like that. They were streaming everything because of the COVID um, church service, funeral service. Um, and that's when we were being allowed to actually host them. Um, but he said he will not use the sacred day and the sacred pulpit to address a lie 
when I have a chance to preach a truth, I will stand straight up, head up, back straight, and preach the unadulterated, infallible word of God. So he kind of addressed it, but it's like kind of sort of to say, look, I came here to preach like how I do. Bless people who come through with God's message. And I ain't got time to be on this platform addressing a lie. Uh, like how I spoke, I know that it can be a challenge. T.D. Jakes, definitely his own celebrity status when it comes to the pastors of the world. Like I say, different series and um, conferences that I know he's held. I haven't had the privilege to attend any, but I was gifted that woman, uh, Thou Loose Bible, um, and the certain selections and how they break down the scriptures in there is very, very powerful. Um, so he addressed it, but then again, he didn't. And I'm really starting to question, like, why is so many people so gung-ho to address whatever his actions were at this ditty party? I don't even know how this, like, came out. It's just like, they just was like, T.D. Jackson was at the ditty party, and I say, you know, he was talking about his position, and he was with men, and da 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 So, oh, my goodness. I know that's hard to be a man of God and something like that come out on you, alleged or not. That's what I'm saying. I, I know that is a struggle, alleged or not. I don't think that it's true, but if it is, so what? Like, so what? Pray for him. Like he didn't pray for many of us. Pray for him. Pray for him if you really think that he did something so wrong, because all I'm hearing is that he was in the, in the, and I did it because he supposed to be a pastor. He was at the Diddy parties and he supposed to be in sexual acts or whatever, allegedly with men. But even if that was the case, like, so what? So what? He ain't killed nobody. He ain't raped nobody. So what? That be that's the, like the outrage. Like how we say far as like with, with sin, sometimes that is what infuriates me about um, having my faith and being a believer of Jesus Christ. I've more so say now when people be like, I don't like that label, a Christian. Um, but I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in God. And I do believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord personal um, savior. Uh, but it's just that, you know, people be so quick, you know, unfortunately in a Christian faith to condemn somebody and when stuff come out like this about people in the church and especially pastors that preach up in this pulpit and I guess people see them in a certain light or whatever when something come out about them oh my goodness they get it and they condemn all, all day like they not human I, I don't like how dang us as a people and whatever faith you are deal with stuff like this and especially when it comes out you know, about somebody who we know we or we recognize as having, you know, a connection with God or being this prominent, you know, in that scene of, you know, the Christian faith in the church or whatever else like that. It's like no protection. Like, y'all take anything and just run with it. Oh, this man, he was a father. And make a joke out of everything. And it'd and it be really given, like, no consideration. Like everything, yeah, they make a joke out of everything. I've already seen the skits done and everything. You know, they imitated T.D. Jakes and Diddy and all that. A mess, because I like to laugh. So I I have laughed at it. 
Um, but pray for T.D. Jakes. If y'all feel he did something wrong for being in the Diddy Party and doing these um, alleged acts with these men, just pray for him. But in all reality, the, the point that I was trying to make is that that selective outrage, like a lot of times in a Christian, Christian faith, y'all pick and choose what, what is a sin. Y'all pick and choose what is a sin. And then a lot of times it don't as well um, encourage people to be accountable for their spirit because people think that they can do whatever. And then that, that's what is given. You, you, you repent, God is going to forgive you. And I'm not saying that he will not, but the accountability piece, like it becomes sometime in your life as you're growing and you are more in tune with your consciousness you know right you from know wrong I, even if you are a lot of times on the right path it doesn't mean that you're not going to do anything wrong or have bad thoughts or wrong thoughts or any of that but but, what's wrong with this whole thing what's this that thing, even if td jakes was at one of diddy's parties all of not all of diddy's parties had something to do with what goes on in the back rooms that's what I'm saying. Like I've, I've gone, I didn't actually get in, but I've gone up to one of Diddy's white parties. And right, they're giving like every party was just like a swinger party. Like, it's not all the parties <laughs> was like that. Maybe like, they did that later on in the night, but that's typically after all of the special people, and I'm calling them special in this inference, like Oprah and all of them may have left already. You see what I'm saying? Then right. the uh, after party was off the hook. Right. There's nothing to say that T.D. Jakes was not at the party. He could have been at all of the parties, but left before the debauchery went on. Why include? Why try to include that man in particular in the debauchery? Even if he was involved, it doesn't matter. Like you said, it doesn't matter because he's a human. That's what I'm saying. And what's so wrong with you? I know I guess it started off first as them saying, Oh, yeah, he was in the Diddy party. And just like I was trying to make the point is that I since these like, sexual like, allegations had came out, like, that's what it's trying to make it seem like. Like the parties were all sexual abuse parties. All of them were sex. All of them was abuse. All of them were dominatrix. That's what they're <laughs> claiming about Diddy, right? They're claiming that he's an effect, he's a sexual abuser at this point. So now right. they're trying to make all the parties seem like they're a sexual abuse party. Everything. And so now the affiliation that T.D. Jakes was at that party means he's a sexual abuser too? Is that what the inference is? Because that's ridiculous. Right, and, I didn't, and that's the thing. I didn't even see anything in regards to him actually, you know, being an abuser of any sexual acts. It just more so was speaking on that he allegedly was going to the parties and, and how you making a point like, okay, what was wrong with the point for the one with the party? It's but what like people he, are... He had friends, other friends outside of his wrongdoing. That, that's right. Not everybody but what they know, what they alleging is not that he was a sexual assaulter, but that he was there and involved in sexual acts with men. That's the big, that's the big controversy, the big kaboom, I guess, about everything and what I've been hearing about T.D. Jakes and him being at Diddy parties and stuff like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so what? If he was a Diddy pony, and you make a great point to say that like all his man parties couldn't have been you know, these sexual parties, a lot of <laughs> these sexual assaults allegations have come out. 
Um, a lot of people are just making the same like right. Like every party he had was like a swinger parties, uh what I said, a, a dominatrix party. Like it just was all about sex, and that's what they gathered to do, and all this other stuff. Party didn't even partying for years, and different several different type of parties with different company. Okay. With different company, just like you made the point that a lot of his partners, yeah, Oprah, TD Jakes, all the big wigs was up in there because he was a big wig too. Yeah, they might be talking about the after party or a private party or another party, but not the one that TD Jakes was in. But I don't know where the rumor came from. I don't know if someone came out that was at one of these parties, like a man, and there's a legend that TD Jakes engaged in these um, events with him. Um, but again, I'm really not understanding the big deal of it, even if he was. And I guess a lot of people are saying because he's a pastor, like kind of like that don't make no sense. He's a pastor. He's supposed to be a man of God. Nothing to do I with guess him so. being a pastor. He can go to a party if he's a pastor. That's a fan. Oh, they can't live, baby. They listen. They can't live. They can't live no life. You knew how they called Jamal Brown when he was for infidelity, messing with people like he ain't no man and he ain't no human. Like, yeah, a lot of the actions or whatever probably aren't the typical ones or the appropriate ones that people would think that should be of a pastor. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, like, was it really so bad, though, if he was? That's how I was feeling about the whole Jamal Bryant thing, you know, when people was turn him down and you know for his infidelity and cheating on his wife and posing and um had different people in the church pregnant and all that other controversy he was going through and it was you know it was sad to see somebody go through that but at the same time i'm like he a man he human no no that's not the same <laughs> <laughs> oh, you feel different about Jamal. I love Jamal. Just like <laughs> <laughs> they love, look, Jamal got that little controversy, baby. Is God. It's infidelity and going to a party is not the same thing, especially when you are the one that be marrying people. Absolutely See. not. Well, guess thing. what? You, if they alleging this about TD Jakes, that's what they said about him too. Because they said TD Jakes is a married man. Supposed to be practicing as a religious person and then you are a religious person at the epitome of your church and you at the top tier of your church you cannot do wrong when it comes to infidelity absolutely not and they have people mm -hmm. trying to and putting their but faith that's the same thing people can be saying about td jakes no we're talking about him attending a party and no one has said or confirmed that T.D. Jakes had sex with anybody at these parties. They just said that, that he was at the parties that had... That oh, but they knew, they knew about Jamal. But Jamal was actually committing infidelity. Listen, the temptation. Let yeah. any man who is without sin cast the first stone. Yeah, but you are <laughs> put on a pedestal. He was put on a pedestal because he was the pastor of said church and he was doing that inside of said church. Yes. That's kind of a mess, though. That's, that's a mess. But yeah, it church. was a mess, but I felt the same type of way. And I do get your point, but I felt the same type of way. Like, all right, he is a man. He is a human. Yes, it wasn't the appropriate thing to do. But at the same time, I wasn't completely condemning him, or should I say send him he to hell? He should have been expelled from the church if it was me. Because he did that. Oh, he wanted to see him. Jamal was sitting here now, but he doesn't get that point. 
You keep breaking your own covenant and then she keep trying to be the uh, person that's performing my marriage. No, you don't believe in this institution. Mm. And I don't know if he didn't believe in it. It's just the temptation. That covenant covenant of marriage should have been just as strong as his faith. It was the temptation, morning. And your faith is in your Christianity. Why would you break one of the most important covenants and that's marriage under Mm. Christianity? How can I put my faith in you as my pastor if you can't even keep that together? Yeah, but he only hear me. He made a mistake, but it wasn't no mistake because they said Jamal Brown was doing it. <laughs> he said he knew what he was doing. He's a hot Mason. Okay. Look, pray for him. They say he knew what he was doing, but Jamal Brown is down there now, preaching in another city, getting that day on coin. Mm. Um. But even just like problem. him, just like even just like him, he brings through a lot of messages too. I like the way that he preached the word, and he has pr- preached uh, many a ser- sermons that has blessed me. Um, so I just was trying to make the comparison a little bit, but it is a little bit, you know, say this one. I guess uh, what I was trying to get at is just that you know they hear me, and if you feel in any way they have sin, pray for them. That was without sin, cast the first stone. But I don't know about this TD Jake stuff. Um, he came out, spoke on it a little bit as he did his service for Christmas, but not too much. Cause he, like he said, it's a lie. It's a lie. He wasn't going to use that day when he could preach the truth and the adulterated, infallible word of God. He was not going to address a lie in the room. So if he was watching, he got y'all right from the door. That's what I love about T.D. Jackson. He got them right from the door. He said, if you are expecting me to speak on this, you log off now. Just get on off of here. Just get on off of here. Uh, so, Monty had made a comment earlier in the show, just like he was saying, you know, with these talk shows, we come with the stories, baby. We come with the stories, but you got to be careful not to tell no lies. You got to be careful not to tell no lies. And who has not been careful? I'm telling you, has had her own share of controversy herself. And it has appears to be going downhill ever since, even though she is still on the scene. Who am I talking about? Tasha K. I'm the famous blogger, y'all know, who was sued by Cardi B um, for defamation. I spoke uh, before R. Kelly was suing her because this information had got leaked from the jail. Uh, some employees of the jail had sold her information about his medical uh, information, also about his phone calls on, like, his recorded calls and when he was talking about people and basically expressing his concerns about his treatment in the jail. So, Tasha Gay still was talking. I think I made a comment before and said, girl, stop it. And just like I be saying, to be at those levels or to have those statuses and be out here and you know, be that problem and kind of, you know, what they call it now? Viral for the things that you're doing. Which is, I don't understand how somebody can actually try to claim to be a journalist, but not fulfill your journalistic responsibility, which is why she keeps getting sued. Because Mm. if you're not going to hear out both sides of the story and then investigate both the, the first story that you got, because you just heard it from somebody that was present, doesn't mean that it's 
true. That's that whole situation with the R. Kelly thing. Why he's suing? That was the situation with Cardi B. You can't just go on and on air and blatantly just run your mouth about stuff or what yeah. someone told you and think that's news. It's not. That's it's not. Called, oh my God! It makes you liable. One, mm. and it's defamation. Defamation. It defamation. <sighs> which is why you're losing and this time money and this time because right that's why i was making that statement like how you were saying we come on and we bring the information you know and tell our stories but it's important and you really need to be um like make it what, what word valid. am i looking for yeah you really brain. have to make it valid and you really have to be gun hold it has, or to be being sure. it has to be or balanced. Being sure. And your approach has to be balanced to the point where you're not making yourself liable and you're also telling what you know to be true. That's it. That's it. Now we can talk about it and think about different scenarios. How a lot of times we do here on the show. You have to tell the facts first and then give your yes. opinion. And we and do a lot of what ifs and everything else like that. But we always make sure that we be like, oh, you know, it's alleged or what yes. I think. You or can't go or could it be this or whatever? Right. We have a lot of fun doing that a lot of times <laughs> when we bring out stories or whatever, especially if we did that with our uh, <laughs> With the collie girl and the kidnapping and stuff right. like that. So we had a lot of fun trying to go on out to nerves like, oh, what if? So, well, what is this? Or what was that? Um, So, we, we had fun with that and everything. If we don't know. We don't. If this is what we think. This is what our opinion is. We don't. We don't. And that's how I say people can put stuff up. Look at this, y'all. I got, if I eat one more piece of pie and one more piece of cake, no. People be saying this cliche for the new year. What's your new year's resolution? People be saying cliche. I don't care. I be thinking about new year. So it's all new, uh, new, even though we know new year don't really come to the springtime, right? Well, you know that, right? You know that, right? But the new year, um, the Western civilization new year <laughs> is surely approaching. And I don't care what y'all say. Oh, How cliche it is. My new year's resolution, resolution, I'm going to lose. 35, 40 pounds. I'm trying to be shy. I barely can even, y'all can't even really see my shirt. Because I was coming on here and showing y'all bells today, like Merry Christmas. Look, it didn't open that because it's, it's tight. That's why people were sitting back. I was so, oh no, I just had the shirt on. <laughs> uh, but yes, Tasha K. <laughs> How she keeps getting in this trouble because baby, like I said, to be blessed to even make it to that level as a, a podcaster or a blogger or whatever title that she has, a social media personality or whatever, and to be this messy with it. I, I, I said that before. I'm always saying what I didn't say before, right? But I'm like, no, I don't want to be like that. I don't, I don't live for that. I don't live for that on You Better Live. Yes, I talk about people's stories. Of course, I give my opinion, what I feel on it or whatever else like that. But no, I don't want to make stuff up. And and I don't want to make people look bad if it's if it's not bad, and I'm surely not going to be doing what she just now doing. So she's back in another lawsuit, and this time it's coming hard, and it is for extortion. Yes, Miss Tasha K recently had or did an interview with Kevin's ex assistant, um, his ex assistant, Miss Maisha Stakes. Stacks, S-T-A-K-E-S, um, stakes, stakes. 
Yeah, that's fake stacks is one of them, right? <laughs> but his former assistant went on to do an interview with Tasha K. And it's supposed to be all type of scandalous assertions about him. So apparently or allegedly what they're saying, and when I say allegedly, it had to happen because the lawsuit is already in motion. Kevin and his representative to the attorneys have already sent Tasha K a letter of what they call it C's and this is not this is C's and this letter on November the 22nd. Um basically she did this interview with his former assistant, right? And she supposed to reached out to Kevin and was all I won't release the interview if you pay me this six-figure amount. It supposed to have been what I got from the sources and digging into this for y'all so I can bring it on a what and what. It supposed to have been $250,000 she was asking for. So That's she did the interview and she was like, look. That is not enough to pay Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> they said $250,000 she was asking for on some of their sources, but she was saying that if he paid the $250,000 he was going to release, she was going to release the interview to him and she wasn't going to put it out there. But Kevin took it as, uh-uh, baby, you breaking the law. This is extortion. Mm -hmm. Oh, you done interviewed somebody that got something to say about me and now you telling me that if I pay you this six figures for you not to put this story out here or whatever this stuff this lady posted said about me, and I pay you, oh, no, baby. And they moved when I tell you, because yeah, she has already been served. They say that she has already broken the law, and not only have they reached out to the courts, but also the police. Yes, also the police to see if Miss Tasha K can be charged. His representatives, as well as other people, are basically saying that her content is defamatory and otherwise improper content regarding celebrities and other high-profile individuals. So they're saying Tasha Gay just got a lot to say. And everything that she be saying ain't the truth. That's what they saying. She don't do her investigations. She don't do that. And then when she does get a story or whatever, apparently she reaches out and say, you paid me and I won't let it out. So Kevin said, no way. And he wants her to have her day in court. Tasha K, I'm telling you, she has really been blessed to make out well financially through this blogging, through having a podcast or whatever. And just for the life of me, I just don't understand. Why sisters keep on doing this? The sisters keep on doing this. Mm -mm. You see, well, people, I don't like it. Do as much as she can, I can't buy my shirt back up, y'all. Trying to do as much as she can to gain the popularity. <laughs> Christmas, I'm gonna this shirt on. Cover that money that she owes Cardi. That's what this is coming from. She's trying to step her game up, but what she's doing is stepping her game up and violating. But these things like concussion lawsuits. That's not smart. That's what I'm saying. But she's doing what she's doing so she can gain more popularity. But what's happening is she's doing a lot of wrong things that is causing more lawsuits. Right. So it would be so much productive, right? Instead of reaching out to them like that, like how you were saying to get both sides or whatever, like when this assistant came to her for this information to give us any type of information or whatever else like that, like for real, so she like, you really could have got love from Kevin, like Kevin. You want to come on, do an interview, but I got this, you know, and tell you 
or whatever and whatever decline but the move to kind of think you got all this information that's valid and you kind of like yeah charming thought the man oh you don't want me to tell this i just think that's the wrong way to go about it and and, and she's at that level for as you know and how far she's came and the the pop how popular her what what is her name on her show unwind um with Tosha K, how popular that has become to be on these social media platforms or whatever else like that. I just think there are revamp, switch it up, find another way to get your information, try to spread love and, 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 and get love and get people to come through. Because as much as people used to talk about Miss Wendy baby and Miss Wendy um dropping whatever she was dropping, Miss Wendy used to come with facts. Miss Wendy was become a fan, and another thing I used to like about Miss Wendy Baby that if Miss Wendy was talking about you a lot of times, Wendy Williams Baby, she'd pull you, baby. But get into on that. that stage. Get into this with the Wendy thing. You never saw a lawsuit. Never. Now that's ask what that yourself why there was never a lawsuit because she did her due diligence. She found out purposely on what the story was and right. told it. And Miss Wendy used to be giving a whole bunch of her truths too. So stuff she used to talk about like she was in it. Or it was it, or it was an experience that she had. So so a person couldn't tell her that she was lying. And, and just like I said, when she did used to speak on certain people or whatever said that, like it wasn't no shame in Miss Wendy Williams game, baby. She would call you on that stage, like I'm saying, on that interview, on that and go, yeah. Talk to you, debate, uh-uh, and all the other stuff. Like, yeah, she ain't do all that. Make no lies on people and try to store people, whatever. She talked what she thought she would know was the story or whatever else like that. And she definitely used to leave it open, baby, that whoever she was talking about, you can come on and talk. That's how a lot of people showed the love. And then the ones who didn't want to show them any love or whatever, because, right, they knew she was dead. <laughs> and she was telling all that shit, but she used to tell her from a point where, like, she know. Because I was there, and this is what happened. She ain't never getting no lawsuit. So I just don't know why Tasha K is deciding to kind of make a mockery out of her journalism ability and, you because know, her blessing of having that popular podcast like new, that. She thinks she can become the new Wendy. That's what that is. Mm. There was only one, and there only could be one. Right. Well, now Miss Wendy got some hate. Now she got some hate, but like how you say, she ain't had no lawsuit. Right. But she was the original queen of all media. There will be no another, not another one. She ain't, she ain't had no lawsuit. And like I said, Miss Wendy, that's what how she used to handle it. That thirty-year career is locked in. It was already, it's already done. If she right. don't ever come back, she already solidified herself in the history books. Hmm. I don't know. There's not gonna be another queen. Yeah, of no, Wendy. I ain't saying I don't know about Wendy because I know that's what it gives. <laughs> on Wendy, I know that's what it gives. I I loved her style. I loved how she used to do stuff. Even when she moved on from off of like that the the radio type mm -hmm. of style and had her talk show and everything. Even on the talk show, you know, she used to have her her juicy little clips. What was the segment and stuff that she used to hold and stuff when she talked about people? Like I said, she had pulled them up on the screen. And talk about them, baby, and they be coming right from behind the stage. She ain't Hot this. Topics, yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. hot topic. Like, that's what I'm saying. She'll pull him up on the thing, baby, and baby, there for a guess. <laughs> the next week or the next two weeks, and she will yeah. bring up or whatever what she talked about and all of that, right in their face. In their face. Like, exactly. Like no that's a journalist. That's what a journalist is supposed right. to be. <laughs> like right in their face. Yes, she would. Right. And this stuff that Tasha K is doing is just like underhanded. It's just like underhanded, and it's just like real wicked. And obviously, she ain't learned her lesson. No. True, because we're talking about it being a mess when rumors come out about you and you being a celebrity status and all this other stuff. It's a mess too when allegations come about you and you gotta keep going to the court, defending yourself or whatever. And it's kind of like you making a name for yourself, which you already had a name, but is this really the name that you want to be making for yourself? Like legacies are being made. We Try to do a little comparison with Wendy Williams, but we already know her her legacy and her legacy is top notch for that or whatever. But I don't is this really what you want your legacy to be, sis? Come on, sis. Come on. Out of business and she can be sitting at home um posting on Twitter. Mm. She and, and that's what I'm saying. See the way it's going and stuff like that. I, I mean, you ain't at the why you ain't made to speak on nobody. Mm-hmm. And then and, people uh, that's coming yeah. on, and then even at this point, if a person reached out to me, because people still be reaching out to her. Nope, don't get a shit, don't get it twisted. They reach out to her a lot of times to do these interviews and stuff like that. But that may be the situation though, Tasha. Like they might be sitting you up because they know you're going to take it. That's my point. They probably setting her up. Everybody calling you, talking about they know this, they know that. <laughs> and you just picking and choosing. Yes, and they know you just born. Without doing due diligence and or any kind of investigation on whether those things that they're being told are true or not. You just taking it and then running running with it. As if these AI systems that we've all now seen can't dip, duplicate other people's voices, like those phone call things I'm talking about. Oh, you know, my goodness really really duplicated or whatever the case may be and there is no way for her to actually prove anything you think i'm putting my name on the line and i can't mm-hmm. prove it absolutely mm-hmm. not absolutely not so again they be calling them maybe like they setting you up girl because they know you're gonna go for it and just right. let them come and talk anything without doing what you supposed to do <laughs> without, without upholding your duties as a journalist to do and bring about those facts and not how to get both sides of the story and all that other stuff. You know, you just, at this point, it's just being messy. And if the people not reaching out to you, I know the people is, is shade if you reaching out to them, cause I wouldn't want to be involved in none of that. So even the situation, it's just, huh, I don't know why she's choosing to do that because like I, she was, yeah, unwind. Everybody know about Tasha K, but a lot of people really knew about you when you got sued, and this what people really want. Like, yeah, this was gonna be written. All right, we done with this one. I got something for you. You do. I did. Can we move on? I wanted to talk about. <laughs> let me <laughs> just mention this very last. Yeah, I thought this, this was funny. I actually have to interject real quick. Oh, all right, go ahead.
<laughs> oh my God, that man was bald. It was a commercial or something. This man right here, this man right here, I don't say his name, but she might want to. I don't want to say it. I can't do it. Um, he got they barred from another me. state. Another state has just barred him from the 2024 presidential election. And that state is Maine. Maine has now joined Colorado and banning him from running for president Good in 2024. Good for them. Because I just don't think something that was saying Melania is ready to hit the ready to hit the campaign trails, baby. Like she done had a change of heart. Like she's ready to pop out because she want her statement to be made as the first lady that she is ready. Mm. It says, uh, here's what the article says. Maine uh, Democratic Secretary of State on Thursday removed former President Donald Trump from the state's presidential primary ballot under the Constitution's insurrection clause, becoming the first election official to take action unilaterally at the U.S. Supreme Court is poised to decide whether Trump remains eligible to continue his campaign. So all that is saying is that all of this is going to be up to the Supreme Court to decide whether they can uphold Maine and Colorado's decision to remove him from the ballot. I say leave it. <laughs> because if these two states are out, he's definitely not going to win. He can't win. Right. That's a whole bunch of electoral votes. And ain't that something with all this other stuff going on that we talk about? Like, that's the really real. Like, mm -hmm. that this man is still the top runner on the Republican Party for the president. Right. And we talk about Sheila getting some shirts thrown on <laughs> duty after that. This man incited a whole riot at the Capitol. This man then tried to overturn the presidential election, tried to basically demolish our democracy. And the, decision, the decision by the Secretary of State, Sheena Bellows, follows a ruling earlier this month by the Colorado Supreme Court that booted Trump from the ballot under their Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. That decision said um, has been stayed until the Supreme Court decides whether the Trump is barred by the Civil War era provision, which prohibits those who engaged in insurrection from holding office. So her... her, her her decision was based on Colorado's decision, basically, that he is, has been basically, that's a conviction, basically, that he is barred from running off, running for office under their power, under the, uh, under the constitution. Under their constitution. Was, you know, what that was uh, done by the Colorado Supreme Court. Now, right. she took that as saying that means. If that stands, even so, even though it's going to the Supreme Court now, our the U.S. Supreme Court, that if that decision stands, it's going to be a domino effect. All of the Secretary of State, especially in Democratic-led states that have Democratic Secretaries of State that are in charge of their elections, will then act as dominoes and all remove him from the ballot. As they should. As they so this should, decision that the because Court, even aside from the the the, the, the really, really uh, important, yeah, as they should, as they should, because even on top of that, you know, when we talk about him and this thing up at the Capitol, or whatever, even you know, be trying to overturn the election, that, that like one. goes that against one. everything that the United States never in our history has won. Uh, a president been this many indictments and everything else like that, but never tried to pull what he pulled. You know what I mean? What he tried mm -hmm. to pull. Like, really not hold, hand over that power. Mm -hmm. 
Like he really was trying to stop that. Like we we talked about that before. Like how many presidents, of course, they they're opponents. So of course, right. That's why they held campaigns. Yes, they are running against each other. So a lot of stuff come out. A lot of stuff come out. Yeah, a lot of times during the campaign trail, you can't can't find too many candidates that's going to share that they're fond of each other. So a lot of times that's unheard of. But mm -hmm. the fact is that when them votes go in and them votes is counted and it comes out on what it's going to be, they switch their hand, that power. No problem. No problem. But this man I can't even say man. <laughs> this, this character here <laughs> felt like, yeah, no. And was basically saying that it's coming out now. Like, oh, no, I ain't leaving. I don't care. When he was already receiving legal advice and telling them before all this other shit that he did, like, oh, that's against the law. You have to leave. What you mean? You're not leaving. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Paul, what you mean you ain't leaving? Like, yeah. His sons, all of them was pushing that. The same thing about these documents that he took the logo. Yeah, he got legal kind of, he tried to say he know, and then a, a lawyer came out or a former one that was on his team said, they he mean, because they been told him. You got to turn that stuff over. He's basically, oh, yeah, when I get it. <laughs> yeah, so this, this thing, this cursor has been playing and all of our face and i'm glad that that is breaking news and i'm glad that a lot of these states are coming to reality of what really happened and coming to recognize that a man of this character to have and display the characteristic that he's displayed is in no form of fashion to run our country i don't get you not at all not at all i don't get it i don't get it i made that point before shoot if you if you charge with something you probably ain't even already have your day in court they don't even want you on jewelry duty <laughs> so how is it that this man got all these indictments and all these different courts to address hold on because these ain't just made up charges to address things that he has done allegedly what thanks he has done okay and he's still on the ballot to be president how how does that happen how does how does that work how does that work like so foolish he already made us try to make us look foolish as a country when he was deciding not to hand over that power and incited mm -hmm. that goddamn riot or whatever the name they got for but that riot up there the insurrection up at the capitol yeah and all that stuff he did when he was in the presidency all this turmoil that he has brought to this country of racism racism was already here but i'm telling you blatant just blatant blatant race and know how to play the card too you need a couple of black followers and blah, blah, blah. That's enough talk about him. As they should. He should not be able to run for president again. Because what happens when he, if he do run and he lose, what he going to do? Blow the White House? Oh, he don't have that. Like, what, what he going to do now? He don't have that kind of power. He might incite um, 
the Civil War. I don't think he, he don't have the power to blow up anything, but he might not sign yeah, And he's trying to get back in there. They say he's trying to get back in there because his buddy and all of them with this other war in Russia and all that other stuff. Oh, and Ukraine. Oh. I don't know, but serves him right. He definitely should not be up in there. And I just want to get off this last what in the what before it's time for me to get out of here. Red Lobster. I thought it was funny because I was just thinking about it. Like, oh, I need a good meal. And I had forgot to realize that they'll do that. Uh, <laughs> um, all you can eat shrimp, unlimited shrimp. And yes, they do. I seen somewhere in the news that baby Red Lobster is taking some losses. 11 million in losses. Um, it used to come like sporadically. They used to throw it up in that menu. You know, it used to be like a big thing. But now it's like apparently like a menu item. And they're saying that a lot of people are coming because that was their idea to get more people to come out to the restaurants. And out to the red lobster restaurants and stuff, but a lot of people are not going for other options on the menu. Everybody just want unlimited shrimp, and they are losing money. <laughs> they're saying they even got tips, baby, on how to eat more shrimp because <laughs> it's unlimited. Use your 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 money worth. Now it was only twenty dollars. I I seen on this information when I was reading about it that they do posing raising a fee for twenty five dollars. And I had my own experience there. Me and my brother Jeffrey we went out there. I mean one day we ate so much from baby. I looked it was crowded when we got there. I looked I didn't even realize the whole red lobster was empty. <laughs> it was empty. We looked up like baby we is the last ones in there. But they were so generous and so nice and they kept on bringing us those daggone shrimp. Um, but Red Lobster is trying to revamp some things. The first revamp is to charge more, $5 more. Their intention was to get more people to come to the restaurant. But apparently, they ain't making the money that they want to be making. They losing out. So, I don't know. Red Lobster been around for a little bit, for a while. And I know everybody loves that deal, that unlimited shrimp. I was talking about it the other day. It was like, it ain't like it be no real shrimp, though. It be giving, like, cocktail and sauce. Oh, whatever. Um, so go ahead, eat y'all lemon drink, $25, uh, and enjoy. That was one of the last little things uh that I wanted to bring out, wanted to speak on. Um, the bodyguard, the former bodyguard now of P. Diddy 2 coming out. Everybody talking now. Everybody wants to talk out. That's how I be. When stuff come out about you, then everybody used to work with you, everybody used to be around, you know, everybody wanna come out. And say something to act like it was just so terrible, but they was there and they was engaging and they was getting the money and they was reaping the benefits, I guess, why it was a benefit. That's why people don't like people and, <laughs> and don't trust people because, baby, I'm here and I'm grateful to be right here today. But I can only imagine if you wanted to get some controversial stuff about me, it's already going on what people would say. People love to bring up your past. And guess what? When they bring it up, they bound to put some gas on it. But anyhow, folks, yes, it goes down. And we are on the countdown, bringing it in the year of 2024. But I was here tonight to keep on telling you, make sure you live it up. I am Chess Real, the Empress Lady Kate McShaw. I'm ready to be up out of here. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. We had some fun. We had some fun, right? It was a lot to talk about. I haven't been through to talk to y'all in a while. I hope y'all got the message. I hope that it was entertaining. And I was careful not to say nothing that would not bring.
<laughs> not to say nothing that will bring me a lawsuit. Okay? I'm being better on my journalism. <laughs> yes, I am. And yes, that's kudos to wonderful Marnie, too, because not only my journalism abilities, but my speaking ones, too. You better work. Don't y'all live for that. <laughs> I'm going to see y'all next week. I'm here, same time, same station. Be exposed, radio, your news, our views. God loves you. God bless you. Live it up. More life, more love. Let's live. You better live. See y'all next time. Hey. Thank you.